Hey guys, welcome to the Hey DJ Show. I'm your host, DJ Jimenez. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you're over on YouTube, please go ahead and hit that like button, subscribe for more content. Remember, you can catch this podcast on the go wherever you get your podcasts. And do consider following me on every social media platform at Hey DJ Show. With all that boring stuff out of the way, I'm really happy to introduce my next guest, Rebecca Tucker and Malcolm Lovett. Hey guys, how are you doing today? I'm getting there, man. I'm like slurred my words there. Sorry about that. How are you guys doing today? <laughs> I'm good. Good. All right. Thank you guys so much for being here. Uh, this is going to be a, a fun episode. Uh, and it's actually, it's an honor because the last episode of the year. Yeah. So I'm not going to do any, any more. So this is, this is it for me. <laughs> and then I'm just going to enjoy my break till we go back to school next mm. semester. Are you guys, you're still going to Highlands. You're still going yeah, to Highlands. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know if you guys were transferring or anything. <sighs> All right. So, um, so real quick for the audience. Uh, so shout out to Professor Grimm. He was the one that brought this up, up to me. So there's this like journalist thing where it can get published, where it's like, oh, grab whatever media form and, and, and talk about like social issues and whatnot. So I reached out to you guys and was like, hey, you know, you want to be on the show? Let's talk about some like social stuff. Uh, we'll each bring a topic and we'll get a couple of minutes to talk about it. I think it'd be fun to get our perspective in it. And um, so, yeah, uh, I don't know what you guys brought to the table. You guys know what I brought to the table, mm -hmm. but uh, we're not, we'll, we won't have to start with me. Whoever would like to start. Say your topic and, and let's get into it. Let's talk about it. Who who like to go first? Do you want to go first? If you don't want to go first, you don't have to go first. That's fine. Yeah. All right. Um, so, uh, Rebecca, what's your topic? So we kind of talked about this before. I wanted to do like identities and uh, representation. Okay. Those. Dang it! You stole my. I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of goes with mine, but yeah. like oh, yeah, I, like I like it because it's it's your perspective. So yeah. So um. Uh, what about identities and representation? Um, I wanted to discuss, like, because I think we all have different opinions on how important it is to mm -hmm. have representation, mm -hmm. like, of ourselves mm -hmm. in media. And this stuff. is nice, too, because we have, like, a little gradient going here, you know? Yeah, yeah. no, I, I, I absolutely yeah. love and it. that's not even a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Just for all angles. <laughs> it's going to be great. Mm -hmm. All right, so... Uh, yeah, like you, you think it's important to have representation in things like media. Yeah, and like how the little white girl can have like a little bit of say, but don't feel like I can talk that much. And I like having this dynamic. Awesome. Just mm -hmm. go. You're good. All right. Um, I'm watching you. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> so uh, l l let me ask, like, um, because uh, th that's an interesting thing, and uh. But I, I want to pick your brain at it. Why do you feel that, like, like you, you yourself being a white woman can't talk about certain things? Well, with, like, representation especially, it's all white girls and mm -hmm. everything. Like, they're everywhere. Now, and then a lot of times where roles should be played by someone who's not a white girl is taken over by a white girl. Mm. And so... Oh, so we're talking like, strictly like Hollywood kind of stuff? Mm. Well, I think in, that's the first thing I think of for sure is yeah. like movies, okay. TV shows. Because um, so I think like screen small screen, right? books and like written stuff <clears throat> has a lot more representation. Yeah. But then you don't get to see that. 
Mm-hmm. It's up to interpretation. Like, and like I think for a lot of people, like visibly seeing things is important. Mm-hmm. And like seeing yourself in things. Um, when you said that, one thing got brought up, like came into my mind. Uh, I never seen the movie. I've seen a little bit of the anime, uh, the Scarlett Johansson in Ghost in the Shell. Did you guys see that? Uh, I did not see the movie, uh, the old movie or the new movie, but I grew up watching Standalone Complex. Okay. That, that is one of my favorite anime of all time. So when I saw that it was being, when Major Kusanagi was being played by ScarJo, an American, like, you know, white woman i'm not trying to be racist i kind of stuck on my back foot i was like okay all right who's beto and then i tapped out and then mm-hmm. yeah but yeah the new mario movie chris pratt <laughs> that, that's a bit weird but funny i want that is an this is good this I is good all right i, I wasn't mm-hmm. even thinking about that so mm-hmm. okay okay so thoughts like you couldn't find an italian yeah. to voice an italian well, you know Mario or, isn't played by an Italian, like the the Mario voice actor. Really, it's a it's a white guy. Okay, well, I mean the one that we all grew up to love. It's a white guy. Charles Martinet's white. I, I forget his name. No, I just know that he's white. No Italian in him at all. No. Oh well, I, no. I'm not going to say there's no Italian in him. I don't know, but okay, but he's not Italian. He's yeah, not. like when he speaks like normal, not not Italian accent. Let me just say that. Lou Ferrigno was Italian. <laughs> Well, okay, okay. So, no, this is good. This is good. I'm, 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 I'm glad you brought that up. But like, I still want to ask questions though, because it's not like, like, there's not a debate or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just like I'm, I am curious, uh, because like, okay, I, so I brought up the Scarlett Johansson thing, and, and and that's why I'm asking for like Hollywood because the first thing I'm gonna I'm gonna say is like, in in a way, in a way, certain roles like. Uh, uh, I can, I can, you know, I can see, but like with certain roles like that, like Ghost in the Shell, for example, specifically, it's, it's a fantasy. It's not real. It's not based on a true story. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, to me, it's, it's just acting it, like Scarlett Johansson. She like, she didn't, uh, uh, say, no, I have to play this role. No, they, people approached her for mm-hmm. this role and then thought like, Hey, I think you'd be great at it. She, maybe she auditioned, maybe not. Maybe they did audition, uh, uh, Japanese women. I don't know, but like, I do know a little bit of the business where, uh, especially if they approach you for the role, it's because one, your name's going to be on it mm-hmm. and your following is going to go in it. And that's money. And that's money. Exactly. That's all studios care about. It's just, hey, can we get our money back and then some? So that like like you hear the term whitewashing and stuff. But like, I I just I don't blame the actors. I think they're like innocent in that. Oh, yeah. They're just there for the hey. But as as far as representation goes, like, I don't doubt that there is like, you know, like some little kid out there who uh, like. A, a little Japanese girl who loved Ghost in the Shell and was like, oh, I, you know, wish I could see myself in it. But I, I, I don't know. Like, I just think I, I'm not I'm not saying it's not a big deal. I just think that uh, uh, other people make it or make it into a bigger deal than what it is, because like uh, apparently the movie itself, like specifically Ghost in the Shell wasn't even that good. And 
I don't know. If, I didn't. I never seen the movie. I don't know. If it was because of Scarlett Johansson didn't do the role well, or the writing wasn't great. Uh, but all I know is like, all right, this movie didn't do well. So why are we gonna be mad like that? She got this role. If anything, she saved a Japanese woman from having a bad role. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I I don't know. That's just my from what thought. I hear from people who have seen it. It is a shot for shot remake of the '90s ghost in the shell movie um which confuses me like if a live action or an yeah, anime it is a live action oh so this is not the first one no oh no ghost in the shell used to be a manga the dude who made it um made a bunch of other properties um look up dominion tank Poli- i think he did dominion tank police don't quote me on that and gall force i think he he has he has a thing with putting women in in like cool situations and making them look cool and not overly sexualizing them for the most part it's anime, so you deal. But from what I hear, it is a shot-for-shot remake from the trailers because the trailers tell you everything about the movie, about unfortunately, nowadays. Um, it is. that That is the thing that I don't listen. It, it, it kind of annoys me that ScarJo got the role and not like a... They, they, shouldn't have, they didn't call it Lucy Liu, what she was doing. I don't know. Whatever. Um, I don't know how that business works. But what really annoys me is that if you're going to do this, tell a story that we haven't heard before. If you're going to take a property... Like Marvel movies. They, they, they're inspired from the comic. And a lot of people have, 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 have problems with them. But they're inspired by the comics. But this is their story. The MCU isn't directly translating what's from the comic. So why does Ghost in the Shell do it? Well, but with comics, you also have so many Amanda, different right. versions you mm-hmm. can take from. So, yeah, exactly. So they're but just with, doing their own thing. But with that movie, you only have the one mm-hmm. thing to take from. So you can't go too far because people that are really Man. loyal to that... Like me, will start screaming. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I feel like with a bit of guidance, that can be done right. With a bit of guidance from someone who actually worked on Ghost in the Shell, it can be done right. I think that can be done. And from what I see, the movie just was a shot-for-shot remake, so why not go watch the original? That's where I stand. If you don't like ScarJo, if you don't like her being in the role, that's okay. The original movie is there for you. That that's that's how I see it. Well, but to they should have given it was a Japanese character, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah, yeah Matoko Kusanagi. Like, there's yes. so many amazing Japanese women actresses that are in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Give them chances to play the roles that they're made for. Where Scarlett Johansson is made for the other 98% of roles. Like, We need a bombshell. Call up ScarJo. Put yeah. her in there. How, how would you respond to somebody who says, uh, well, an actor's role is to play something that's not them you can play a different character but if the race of that character is important to the story or to the like character development then it's important that the person playing them looks like that yeah it's just like the the only thing i'm pushing back towards is like uh what if their race has nothing to do with the story because that being said it's like uh, uh nick fury in in the marvels uh originally a white guy in the yeah. comics and then samuel jackson played it no one was mad because 
his race wasn't important. And Samuel L. Jackson also did a great job. There were some people who were kind of miffed about it, but then Samuel Jackson is just he blew it out of the water. He was great. He he, he looked at you and said, "What the hell?" And then well, people would love them. It's like, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "Why isn't he white?" And Samuel Jackson was like, "Who cares?" I was like. Okay, sir. Like, <laughs> I didn't see that, but no, that's that's yeah. awesome because he, comics, he looked at the screen and he's like, have, I don't care. He was like, all right, I love Avengers. You have a lot more leeway with comics mm-hmm. because they are such a fictional universe that contradicts itself all yeah. the time that yeah. I think you can kind of get away with some stuff there. And like I said, it doesn't really matter to that character. Yeah. It, well, sometimes. Or does it? Well... In re- God, in, in recent I times, I've been know. talking to people about this, where race is like for, Miles Morales. You know about okay. him? Yes. Black Black Spider Man. Let's mm-hmm. let's call it, let's call it like it is. My dude is Black Spider Man. You didn't He's have half Black Captain Manikin actually. So yeah, well, and Black Spider Man is like actually a character. My boy got melanin. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, I have a friend who I've been who's really into comic books who's been talking about it. He. <clears throat> doesn't necessarily like Miles Morales. He loves the Into the Spider-Verse movie, but the comics themselves, no. I get it. I understand. I have a thing with, like, succession. Like, if there's a story where one character is getting old and needs to pass on a mantle to someone else, he does it in in, in such a way that he's, like, teaching someone. Rocky and um, Creed is Mm -hmm. his son. Was it Adonis? Yeah, like Mm -hmm. uh, Like uh, Apollo... I'm I'm a sucker for those type of stories, but at the same time, it feels like, at least from what I've seen of the comics, it feels like they are pandering a little bit, a little bit to you know people who are you know my shade and your shade. All right, so like now that you brought that up, mm-hmm. like how how do, how do you feel about that? Like when you see uh, uh, somebody like you just said like pandering, like okay, so like Miles Morales for example, because I I have a response, but I'll, I'll wait till after your. Mm. Uh, so like Miles Morales. Like, all of a sudden, we all grew up with Peter Parker, Peter Parker, blah, blah, blah. Then, all of a sudden, Miles Morales comes into the screen. What's your first thought? My first thought is, wow, that's cool. My first thought is Black Spider-Man. Yeah. And then I think, why? That is my second thought. That's cool. Why? You know? Mm -hmm. Why are they doing this? What are the reasons behind this? Because I don't, that this is not me saying that, no, no, keep them the same race. And this is me saying, what happened to the old one for this to happen? And then you find out he's getting old. That's fine. It just so happens that Miles Morales is black. But the comics make it a point to say, no, representation. Oh. Have you read X-Men? Not really. What is X-Men about? Do you know? Mutants. What is X-Men about? Mutants, right? So apparently, and I've only learned this because I talk to people who are older than I am, who are deeper into comics than I will ever be. X-Men is about mutants, yes, but it also is an allegory for the civil rights movement. I never knew that up until the last few years. It is supposed to be an allegory for the civil rights movement. Mutants... Um, and how and how they want to be free and how people don't like the mutants and all that. And, and they want to push them over here and get rid of them as a whole. They just want to exist. They don't want to fight. They don't want to cause war. And there, there are factions of mutants that want to cause war, like on Magneto's Brotherhood. But for the most part, they just want to exist because they can't help it. 
they can help them. Do you think Storm mm -hmm. is that, like, that's man, not this again? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, that is why she's the de facto. Everybody thinks Wolverine's the leader because he's cool, and that's true. But, um, but Storm is the leader of the X Men, apparently. Um, well, she's and, like the mother mm -hmm. hen. Yeah, I always saw her as like this really cool mother figure. Who like she was a veteran, she was a master at what yeah. she did, and and that she taught too. Yes. And yeah. I and I think that's really cool. But here's the thing: they, from from my knowledge, they never straight up look at you. None of the characters straight up while they're doing their mutant fighting and talking about these things, they never look at you and say, "This is about race politics. This is about um, civil rights." Don't you get it yet? I like things do that. that do that, that have like the underlying mm -hmm. story or like the obvious lesson here. And, and, it, and it's never, it's never that. Wait, here, real quick, <laughs> let her finish her thought. But sometimes you need someone to say, here's the lesson, because people that, that are just watching surface level movies mm. don't see the underlying story. And you just said like, it's been until recently, mm -hmm. you didn't understand that as what that was trying to say yes but i think discussions like that where somebody says hey you know that this means this are eye-opening these discussions should be had outside of the so outside of the movie theater outside of the comic book with actual people because conversations happen like 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 that that, that that's where real come i don't want the book to tell me that I, the author probably thinks that this that means something, sure. But through his works, I learned something, and I don't know how to put it into words, and that's where discussion comes in. Yo, why is this guy like this? Why is this conflict near something in real life? A friend looked at me and said, it is because it is representing the civil rights movement, it is representing this. And then we talked for hours, and my eyes were opened. Nobody in that book in that comic book that he showed me from Second and Charles, we were in Second and Charles at the time, and we sat down in Starbucks and talked. Um, nobody in the comic book, no character said anything about it, but you knew, but you knew. And I think that means something. When you ignite that spark, don't, don't light the fire. When you ignite that spark and discussion happens between real people, especially people who are on like opposite sides of the train tracks, you know? I'm serious. That 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 makes my heart sore because then there's conversation. So let me ask you. Yeah. Uh, so you don't like it when it's in your face, and you like it when it's in your face. I think there's a place for both. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like so, like with X Men, like how you brought that up with the uh, comparison. Uh, you know that one specifically. You didn't. You liked the fact that it was never in your face. Yeah, it was subtle. The subtlety. Yeah, it was great. Cool. And I think in with things like that, sometimes mm. I think I can't think of her name. The one that Scarlett Johansson plays. Uh, Ghost in Shell. No. no. Uh, in X Men. She was X Men. Scarlett Johansson. Oh, you mean Storm? No, maybe I have the wrong person. Okay. I mean, she was Black Widow. Like, if we're talking about oh, Marvel. Uh, no, who am I thinking of? Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Uh, a mystique. mystique. Yeah. Oh. Her character kind of is in your face about the message in, in the movies, at least. Oh, I mean, she was in the last one, uh, that trashy one. Which one was Days that? of Future Colors um, or Apocalypse? Oh, Phoenix. Phoenix. Oh, uh, I have seen that one. Is it bad? It's trash. Don't no, say it. I like Phoenix as a concept. Oh, no. In the concept, shoot, uh, uh, X-Men, uh, uh, 
The second one mm-hmm. did it better. Okay. <laughs> like, let me just say that. All right, dang. Uh, or was it last night? No, it was two. See, okay. I think in Days of Future Past, she's like that in between mm-hmm. and shows what the story is really about. Yeah. Okay. And it's like kind I, of. I only, I only. She doesn't really remember ever it. say like specific yeah. words like, "Oh, this is showing this divide <clears throat> and how mm-hmm. we need to fight and or don't need to fight." Yeah. But I think her character says it loud enough, even if it's not direct words. I just like, will always remember like uh, in the dark feelings. It was just a, it was just a stretch line like, uh, "Oh, the women do so much; it should be called X women." And I'm just like, "Who's that line for?" Uh, even my little <laughs> sister sees stuff like that, and she's like, "I don't like it." Yeah, it was yeah. it was it was That's a stretch, but. Uh, yeah, Phoenix, the Dark Phoenix, they had so many other problems. I can't even remember. I, I suppressed it. But uh, so you said there's a there's a place for like in your face and then uh, uh, for both. Like for me. Uh, oh, sorry. You're, you're going to say something. Black Panther does it amazingly. I was weary to watch Black Panther because I thought it was just going to be a movie about race. Mm-hmm. And then it was phenomenal. And it says everything it needs to say without being just a debate. Mm-hmm. And I think if you can have that balance, I'm sure it's hard to do. But yeah, I like I'm like I just have an opinion where uh, like I don't know if it's an unpopular opinion. I'll go ahead and say it is. It's just like I have no problem with like. Uh, uh, messages and movies. I have no problem with that. With that whatsoever. It's just I, when I go in to see a fantasy movie, whatever it is, okay. like I, I, I want to escape real life. Mm-hmm. I just want to see a fantasy. Like when I watch Star Wars, I'm like I don't want it to relate too much about what's going on in the modern time. I want to watch their universe. That's what attracts me to that. And with superheroes, like it's a bit of a yin and yang because the superheroes are a reflection of our times. They like, live in like our X-Men cities. And stuff like that. They live in our times. When you hear, "Oh, this is a kid from Kansas," and some kid in Kansas going represent, that means something. Yeah, that means something. So I know with superheroes, it's like mm-hmm. it's it's a bit of yin and yang. But like, so it's it's a little bit that. Like, I I just want to escape reality for a second. So that's where for me. But uh, like uh, with Superman, Superman is. A hero, I mean, yeah, yeah, he he he's a guy, and his skin is a certain color. But first and foremost, he is the superhero, the superhero. He is meant to be someone to look up to, to admire, an idol, someone you want to be like. When I go to the movies, everything's gonna be okay. But this and this and this and real no. Superman. So, like, if you're about to say something. I think with all, like, superheroes, um, sci-fi stuff, I think it's funny when they make it into movies and things, or even the comics, these alien characters are all just really handsome white guys. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) these are alien races. They could look like anything. And it's like Benedict Cumberbatch with an amazing jawline, a bit of stubble. You know what? You're right. You're right. You're onto something like, there. Doctor Who <laughs> does the same thing. Like, there's everything that's like, oh, you could be a green blob, but no. We'll we'll, we'll grab uh, somebody. Yeah, yeah, like we'll <laughs> like Thanos. Thanos is like, I'm from Titan, boy. 
You just love gold gym. Wait, so at least would you be? Yeah, at least purple. Would you be okay if it was an average-looking white guy, like with zits on his face or something, like tall, lanky? He has he has his little antenna coming out, like Star Trek. You have the opportunity to be an alien. You could look like anything that you couldn't imagine. Because you wanted to be slightly relatable, right? Like I mentioned, Star Trek. A lot of people in that show were from another planet. You do have a point, though. I can't I can't argue. I've actually never. I've heard many like points and i feel like i can like kind of debate it that one you win i can't even debate that uh i mean superman gets a pass just because like yeah. hey, it was made in the 40s like yeah it's, it's what, legacy what aliens but look like now now with newer stuff mm-hmm. you're right you're right I, I, yeah well, and like yeah. they're all about the same height. They're all they just they just happen to be able to have like a really children. short alien. Mm-hmm. Yeah, someone with a beer belly, you know. Like, yeah, and he's like the most powerful thing in the world, and he's green. Yeah, some something different. <laughs> and you see stuff like that, but they're always treated as joke characters because haha, funny, mm-hmm. yeah, different. That's... You're a blob, and that's funny. Wow. I'm meanwhile, I'm a normal human, and I can have kids with a human for some reason. That's crazy. So real quick, um. <clears throat> if you could like not necessarily summarize mm-hmm. but uh, uh what are like if you were to represent somebody like if, say you were the director of a movie like you you have full control over a movie or a tv show what are the do's and don'ts for uh uh, uh portraying somebody like what blank race insert whatever race here what what are the do's and don'ts so there's a movie based on a musical, Dear Evan Hansen, mm-hmm. that has gotten a lot of backlash and about for many different reasons. But I feel like in that movie, they had like a checklist of like, okay, we need a gay character and a black character and a nerdy character. And I didn't like that. I Like you want it to be... Organic? Sp- like, yeah. Like you want there to be a smooth flow mm-hmm. with the characters. But in your everyday life, you have your gay characters and your or people mm-hmm. they're not characters and like your different races and stuff and i think when you're researching to make movies and stuff go where you're trying so if you're filming this movie that's supposed to be in new york mm-hmm. go sit in new york at a starbucks and see who you see walk by mm-hmm. and see what every day looks like there research I, I, not I just put right. characters just because you're trying because to you get know them. Yeah, that and... dude's gay, so he's gonna wear pink and watch Sex in the City, and he's gonna walk like this, and he's going to be really nitpicky all the time. That's how gay people act all the time. <laughs> and it's like, no, I mean, no, not all of them act like that. No. A lot of them do, but some don't. Yeah, right. and like just basing characters on stereotypes mm-hmm. yeah. is a whole and other problem. Granted, <clears throat> sometimes stereotypes. Stereotypes. Are there it, because it exists for a reason. Yeah. Like I've, I have friends on via Discord. Yeah, I have friends who live up in like Quebec and all that, like Canada. Yeah, I just saw my dad eat some frog legs, and, and I was like, "Y'all, okay." And it's like you can't do nothing about that, you know. And it, it just, it's just, it be like that. Sometimes stereotypes play themselves out, and you can't base the whole group of people around that. At the same time, you're right. I don't feel like it would be representative to just do that. Just put tropes on characters. Well, and to have like the token characters. Because then that's all they are. You want to go back in like the late mid to late 90s and watch a bunch of kids' movies. There were three genders. Did you know that? Did you know that there were three genders? 
boy, girl, and black. You know, because the black characters all acted the same. That ass, they all acted the same. I told a friend this, and they had the same reaction. But really, go back and watch. No, like yeah, yeah no, you feel me? Yeah, it feels like that. They aren't people. They're colors. And, and it, it no, just, look, yeah. yeah, no, for sure yeah. that that there was that mm-hmm. in, in in movies where like especially because they weren't like like kind of like you said like they were trying to hit a quota. Yeah, they were trying to fit some pieces in, and it it really does suck. And I mean. I, I do have a problem with people trying to erase the past. It's like, no, let, let it be there so we can learn from that. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, it's not like that anymore. You know, so let's let's take our wins, you know? Um, Blazing Saddle is a it's really... funny. It, it's a great movie. I, and, 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 it and can't exist today. It was such ahead of its time because they were mocking that. They were, they were making fun of that, mm-hmm. of like the token black character... And stuff like that. Except the token black character was like the hero. He, he was he was the guy. Like and and yeah, I can go on and on. But that movie can never be made nowadays. New. Have you seen that? Please tell. Yeah, go I see. Highly that recommend movie. it. Highly Real, recommend it. It's it's really also funny. like settle in. It has some stuff that maybe you won't be cool with. <clears throat> I'm cool with it. But it's great. It's very funny. <laughs> but it, just know that it's aware of itself. It's like it, it's making fun of. It's making a point to make fun mm-hmm. of something. Yeah. All right, so uh, anything else you want to add on your topic? Mm. Uh, you want to talk about your topic? Yeah, yeah. So going off of what you said, we were talking about superheroes specifically. Um, heroes. Recently. What um, about heroes? Well, recently. Now. Yeah, you mind moving your microphone just a little bit closer to you? Hey. We good? Uh, uh, just like pull it closer. Okay, to you. I, can I do that? Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Right, cool. Dude, you can... Look at this. Can, All right. Um, I don't want to break anything. No, you're not going to um, break it. So, recently, now, y'all know I'm a bit rotund. Y'all, y'all, y'all can see that. I, I, it's no secret. <laughs> just by how tight this is. <laughs> it's really tight. Right up to wash. Um, I'm trying to make an effort to change that. That's why I was writing some stuff down. These are calories. Um, getting back on that. Gained some weight. Lost some weight. Na, 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 na. Recently, learned about this guy... And I knew about him, but I've rediscovered him. His name is Ziz. Ever heard of him? Mm-mm. He was a really skinny kid. Um, and then he discovered weightlifting, but with, via his brother, he got into it and he started doing steroids and all that, whatever. Um, he was really inspirational. This dude from Australia got really jacked from the skinny kid. And he was really motivational. He was very crass. You know where you mad bruh came from? Mm-mm. From what I understand, it came from him. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I, I think. Don't quote me on that. Uh, you'll have to look that up. But he got jacked, and he's, he's where the um, phrase, you're gonna, we're all going to make it, bro, came from. He, he, would, he, would, he would walk around and just be kind of douchey, but also really charming. <clears throat> like, he, you, he worked as a stripper, for the most part. And, and he was like that. And then he died. He died in a sauna in 2011 from a heart attack or, or some kind of heart based thing. And people were super sad. They got super depressed. Like it was bad. And then another group of people came out. They said he was just a guy that did drugs. Just some douche that got jacked. Why the hell is he so inspirational? Why is he you guys' hero? 
anyone, if, if he was alive today, he would tell you, okay, don't do the things that I, if you had, because he was 20 something when he died. He was 23, I think. Oh, okay. He was young. Young. And he was still in that mindset of, I'm going to live forever. And he had that persona. Super nice, but he still had that persona. He had some growing up to do. He would say, don't make the same mistakes I did. Don't do steroids, I think. I think he well, he was not natural at all. Don't yeah. do steroids. Uh, do this. Stay clean. All that. We're all going to make it, but here's how you make it. He would do that. And he did. He did He did say that. He did say, if if I could go back and I would do this, I, I did all that and stuff. He did say <clears> that before he passed. You can't disregard people's failures when you look up to them. Sometimes when you go to someone and you idolize them, the pedestal's broken. And you're like, this guy can't be inspirational at all. This guy is not my hero. Recently, I've been, I've been just needing a bit of motivation. And, you know, you see a bunch of videos about modern men, how they're weak and all that. And then you see a picture of Ziz just posing. I forget what the pose is. Like, like that. You, yeah. You, whatever. I know. Stuff about. like that. If you, if you look up Ziz's pose, he'll do the pose for you. Trust me. Um, and stuff like that. I think that's important. Now, now, making fun of people—that's one thing. Well, I mean, like it's, having it's, heroes. Yeah, it's that quote. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. It's—it's mm-hmm. it's almost like you know, never meet your heroes because they can never live up to yeah, how you build them in your head. I think that people should sometimes become their own hero. Oh, for sure. Because there's when you get to a certain point in something that you love, that you were good at, there is going to be that one person, that one kid who walks up to you and says, wow, that's cool. How do I do that? I build gunpla in my spare time on Sundays. I go down to Kennesaw and I build. Kids sometimes come up to me who walk through there and I try to keep a cap on my swearing because I swear more than I should. Oh, trust me. I know. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, for me as well. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Cuss like a sailor. Uh, and they come up to me, wow, that's really cool. How'd you do that? And I'm like, oh, you know, kid. I'm like, and I'm like, he really wants to know. He's just not making fun of me. Because I don't think <clears> I do a good job. It's something I do in my spare time. And it feels, it felt weird. It felt weird for a little bit, but it's nice. It's nice to pass on knowledge uh-huh. and stuff like that. And I'm honest with them. I'm like, well, I kind of screwed up in this area here and here. Here's how you don't make them those mistakes. That's important. So, uh, like, to uh, uh, so to backtrack, mm-hmm. uh, like, what is like, what are you trying to convey as far as heroes? Like, are you trying to say like when you were following this guy, mm-hmm. uh, that uh, you admire him even with his flaws, yes. or that we should admire people even with their flaws, mm-hmm. or don't admire people at all? Admire people despite their flaws. Because real heroes have gone through, real strong men and women have gone through more than you have. Yeah. Like like the really big heroes, realistic ones that have gone and and fought or or for something, not just war, anything, they've gone through hell and back. You don't see that. No one sees that. And that's important. So real quick, before I, I pass it on to mm-hmm. Rebecca, if if you could define a hero, like in your own words, what 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 is a hero? Someone who knows what right is wrong is, and will go to hell and back to defend that definition. 
to to define what is ubiquitously right that is universally good no matter what nice to me that is a hero doesn't need to wear a cape or anything like that all right so rebecca your thoughts on heroes I guess what well, I'm sorry. Oh, no, you're good. That I, was that I, was a lot. I, I I did this for a reason. To me, not a lot of black heroes growing up. Mm. Like, I, and this is me kind of relaxing a little bit. Not a lot. Not a lot of people mailing it, man. I, I, I'm glad yeah, you're dude. saying all these things because, it, like, yeah. I, I, now I'm glad I'm going last because, mm-hmm. like, I, I have things. I think it's gonna tie yeah. to everything. But uh, yeah. uh what, you uh, got static shock. I I think with you're talking about (laughs) heroes and then you were talking about like kids looking up to you and I think there's definitely a difference between like heroes and mentors Mm. Mm. well mentors can be heroes yeah I I think so for sure but I think when you think of hero you think of one person that a lot of people look up to for something great they've done Um, Martin Luther King Jr. hero Melanin. Okay, so would your I mean, definition of hero be someone like who's someone that to by everyone or a large group? Mm, okay. Okay. Or someone in a specific group that's like looked up as the better of in that group. So if if you don't if if only one person believes in you and, and sees you as greater than them as, as someone as a goal not just a person but a goal would that be a hero even if it's just one person who believes in you i think someone can look up to you and like strive to be you like when you're a kid most people like look up to their parents it's like i want to be like my mom when i grow up because she does this and this and she's my hero. i mean yeah saying she's my hero i think that's now I'm changing my definition of hero. Because <laughs> I, I how would like, you define hero in your own words? Yeah, like what I was saying, kind of a out of a group of a group would have to hold them like to a higher standard. Because mm. I think with a hero, you have to have a certain like standard. Because I think if it's just one person looking up to them, like they can be your hero, but I feel like that's not a hero. If that makes sense. I mean, I, I see. I, I, I like. I mean, I don't disagree. It's it, because it's it's your opinion and and stuff like. Because for me, a hero, uh, I, I I think it can be you know even to that person, it doesn't need to be a group. I just think a hero is somebody who, uh, uh puts the needs of others before the whatever needs for themselves. Somebody who's selfless, uh. Somebody who it like kind of along with brave who knows X Y and Z is dangerous, but they need they need to go through it so other people don't have to go through it. Uh, to me, my parents they're my heroes because uh, like growing up, uh, taking care of me and my uh, brother uh, siblings and stuff is that like they're they're not getting paid to take care of us. They're having to put themselves in situations they don't want to put themselves into situations. They have to work uh, jobs they don't want to work. Uh, that to me is a hero. Uh, it, it, it to me you don't have to put yourself in 
super harm's way to be a hero. You just have to put yourself in a situation you don't want to be in to benefit somebody else. And I think that's a hero. I think it's you're a hero if uh, somebody calls you up one day and says like, hey, man, I got into a re- really bad wreck. Uh, can you help me out? And, you know, the person helps them out. That person will see him as a hero. Mm. Like the world doesn't need to know this story, but to that person's eyes, it's like, "Hey, man, you're my hero." It's like, oh, "No, I'm not. I'm just here to help you." It's like, "Yeah, but like, you can't take that away from that individual. Like, you're a hero." Yeah. So, but I don't think, in general, heroes are ever did something selfish for their gain, and then it just benefited the masses. And it's like, oh, like somebody who started up a company. You know, and then it's like, oh, man, if you never started this company, like I would never had a job. It's like, I don't think that person's a hero because they weren't thinking of you. They were thinking of themselves. They were trying to make not that they're evil. Yeah. It's just I was thinking about myself. I wanted to build this for myself, for my family. And then you benefited. But I think it's different if I do something for other people, not for me, just solely for your benefit and then if i benefit that's great but like i'm doing this for you i'm putting myself in harm's way for you uh whether it's you know big harm's way or light harm's way i think if you just put yourself in uh for the needs of somebody before the needs of yourself Mm -hmm. i think that's a hero parents are like the the number one it's like and it's the first people you see ever and it's and at first it's cliche because you don't like like not in a dark way, but like you don't want to give it to your parents because like oh it's such a cliche answer. But then when you actually think about it, it's like man, your parents, you know, changed your diaper and stuff. Like they should no one else is gonna change your. They did that for you. They they when you were sick and probably throwing up in the toilet, they probably cared for you. Like knowing they're not gonna get anything out of it, they're taking care of you. I think I think that's a hero. I I like to think look at things in a small scale. Yes. Oh, there was. Uh, speaking of heroes, real quick, <clears throat> and you're next. And I don't. You have anything to say? Yeah. Can Can I interject? Real uh, yeah. Quick? By all means, I'm gonna sit on this. Okay. Okay. At what point? So you're saying someone that does like good things, unselfishly, mm-hmm. right? But then that person, so the person comes and they help you with your broken down car, and then they turn around and go do ten terrible things. Like, it's not a perfect system. Let me just say that. It's no, not no a perfect, perfect system. No one's perfect. Because because like like I said in that example and I'm glad you brought that up, it's like okay, if like say I helped you with your car, right? And then like you're like, "Man, you're my hero," right? And it's like in 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 your world right there, I'm the hero. And like in your example, now I go around and and to do 10 bad things. If you don't know about those things, I'm still a hero. Like when somebody brings up my name, you're going to be like, oh man, he helped me out. Until you find out about the bad things, then that's your choice to make. It's like, oh, is DJ still a hero or no? Like he was actually an evil person. He just did this one good thing. And that's the debate we all have. Like, especially with uh, uh, when celebrity scandals come out, like our favorite actor, musician, whatever. Uh, It's one of those things. Like, Bill Cosby for me, I I, I looked yeah. up to Bill Cosby, yeah. and then when I found out about the horrible things, it's like, you you have to make that conscious decision to be like, hey, is he still your hero or not? And then that's where you have to separate the art from the artist. Yes, and like I, I'm not gonna deny that Bill Cosby did not help make like really good things, 
as a whole, as a person, no, he's trash, but like, I'm not going to pretend like he didn't do good things, but those good things do not outweigh the bad things. I'm just, I'm glad this good thing was created. Now I can separate his, 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 his name from it and appreciate this good while acknowledging that he's bad. I think Hero just has like such a high title. It is. To just give it. That's why it sucks when we find out about the bad things. That's why, because if we never held them to that standard, it wouldn't hurt. It's it's like, again, not even celebrities, just people you care about. Like, uh, man, my best friend. Then when you find out your best friend's been like talking crap behind your back, it's like, like, it hurts because you, you held them to that standard. But when you find out a random person is talking bad behind your back, you're like, okay. It stings a lot. All right. <laughs> but with, with, with Hero specifically, it's not about <clears throat> things that are... And this goes for not just heroes or people you look to, up to, anyone. For me, I can get hurt by someone and it stings. This happened recently with a friend of mine. We're not really friends. And and I don't know if he's ever going to watch this. Hey, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, So... It's not about things that you do. You're on a podcast. Say. He's not, so you're winning. Oh, hey, now. Um, um, it's not about things that you do. It's about if you do them again. That's where I stand. People are going to mess up, and sometimes they're going to break and mess up very, very badly. You have to accept that because if you did something, if you left this room right now, and some chain of events in the next day, month, year happened, and you, I don't know, you were in someone's like um den just snorting coke, <laughs> or some I don't know some something, some underground dark n- nonsense. You made the Matrix Four. Oh. yeah, that's unforgivable. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm so salty. You about retroactively that. made the Matrix Four, you monster. But I'm serious. If you did <clears throat> that bad thing, but you 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 said I'm I did it. I did it. I am sorry. That means the world. If you did it and looked at me and said, and I do it again, damn what you feel. That, that means that I walk away. So now we're getting into like kind of cancel culture. Yeah. So because, uh, 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 you know, somebody brought this up a while ago. Like one of my buddies, we were talking about it. It's like, uh like the rules of apology and i kind of i have something just like way before uh really cancel culture ever blew up like i i remember having this opinion if i wronged somebody in public then my apology has to be public but if i wronged you in private my apology has to be private Mm. what to me what cancel culture a little bit is i think people that are wronged in private are now asking that oh your apology has to be public and it's a little bit narcissistic at that point. And so, like, when it comes to an apology, like, if, if somebody were to make a mistake and they were to apologize, now that's where we need to talk about, like, okay, public or private. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when when's it appropriate for it to be public or private? And I think I have a good standard. If you did something bad, if I did something bad to you guys in private, then the apology should be private. Like, the world shouldn't have to know. Yeah. I am sorry. It's not like I'm in public. It's like, hey, I heard a rumor that you apologized. Like, yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, now it's different if I lie. But uh, yeah, if you wrong mm-hmm. some, you did something wrong in public, 
Yeah, you know, I think the public deserves. You apologize to everyone you touched, like not not literally, but like with your words. Yeah, everyone in earshot that you talk to needs to hear your apology. You shape them. A part <clears throat> of what you said is now a part of them, and they saw you screw up. It is you. You have to say something. If you're going to be in the public eye, you need to say something. Yeah. That's why I can't be a politician. I, I'm, I'm too petty. I'll tell people, hey, you hurt me. I'll screw off. Mm-hmm. That's just me. So what do you what do you have to say about the fact that my feet... Bro, shut up. Your feet stank. I'm passing the bill. Go home. All y'all. <laughs> Anything to add, Rebecca? Um, with like the private and public apology, have you seen the movie 10 Things I Hate About You? Yes. So, have you? No. Okay. There's, <laughs> now there's a part where um the girl in the movie gets embarrassed by the guy in the movie and they're like you have to apologize but instead of an apology he embarrassed her so then <laughs> he just makes a fool of himself and is also embarrassed so it's like that eye for an eye thing yeah does it take place in high school yes yeah okay. it, it's a great movie you should watch it it's i mean a there's, classic. Def- there's different scenarios yeah like when he's singing in the bleachers yeah like, it yeah, has like Ledger. make a fool of himself yeah. and it's like okay so he's just he didn't apologize yeah <laughs> but it's like okay i just made a fool of myself and then it's, it's okay it's, it's like okay even. we're good we're being square you know we're good yeah and so i think different people in different scenarios can it can be different things because like those those were public things but there was never like an apology mm-hmm. it was just an evenness and that's also for entertainment purpose and it was funny it was yeah i i, I feel like once you get older and you firm up and like <clears throat> that that sort of like spirit of like well now we're even goes away and now you just want to talk like adults and like if that happened in say college or actual like a workplace dude wouldn't like trip over something on purpose, put a banana peel down or whatever he did in the movie. I don't know what he did. I'll probably have to watch it. It's a good movie. I, okay. All right. It's a rom-com, but like... It, okay. It's, I'm it's not watching it alone. Good. But um, I, we would say, hey, look, I wronged you. I'm really sorry. I mean it. Okay. I, I screwed up. This is what I did. I'm sorry. And you meant it. And you, you can see that on people's face. You mean it. If he did that, that would have been all right. But you, you told me when it takes... I'll, I'll have to bite my tongue a little bit. You told me when it takes place. You told me what the setting is. I'm going to go into it knowing that. Keep that in mind. If I ever see this movie. On a on a lighter note, mm. uh, uh, to kind of wrap the hero part, uh, right. who is a hero? Who's, a, who's one celebrity you guys would like to meet? Like, that? it's like one of your heroes. You first. Because my answer is actually what I wanted to say. Okay, well, my first thought was Stanley, and then I got really sad. Oh, man, dude, <laughs> trust me. I, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Betty White. Betty yeah. White. She's going to Like someone that's been around a long time and has figured out how to stay quiet, but like is universally loved. Betty White's a badass. And I like grew up with Golden Girls, and I love it. Hell yeah, man. Yo, that show raunchy sometimes. <clears throat> that was a show that was way ahead of its time that show was great that that they show made me cry sometimes dude touched I, a lot I of grew. subjects that shows won't even touch now i uh mm-hmm. i've seen like a couple episodes when i was a kid i can't really recall but I I, i've heard that like it was ahead of its time and that it can't be done today it's an episode where b arthur falls in love with the cop but then at the end she realized i can't love you you're a cop 
if I get the, if I get a call that one day something happened, I won't be able to handle that. And the cop's like, word, I, I, I understand. And he leaves. And it's a clean cut. <clears throat> we can still be friends and all that. Nah, nah, nah. But that, I don't know why that hit so hard. I remember that episode. That show was amazing. It was great. What about you? Um, now, celebrities? No. I mean, like, it just... But... Somebody, somebody well known, like just, just for the fun, like because the only reason, no disrespect to parents, because my mom and dad, they are my heroes, uh-huh. but like who is like, who's a like a celebrity hero, because only because it's like, all right, in in a way, yeah. like God forbid, Betty White passes, mm-hmm. you know, like you're not gonna really lose your, you know, mind versus if your parents pass. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, no. But I'm 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 just saying not not super big Hollywood guy. I'm trying to think. No, it, it, a celebrity is not necessarily like Hollywood. It could be mm. a YouTuber like that you started following. Because I, I have several. I'll uh, like real quick. I've now follow less of like Hollywood celebrities, mm-hmm. but I follow more of people who I've I followed on YouTube. The screens and- have changed. Yeah, and then now I'm like, oh, okay, like I, I like this person, I, I I respect this person more. Uh, like now famous actors, I'm like, eh. But I have some famous actors that I'm like, I still would love to meet you. There is a guy who runs a podcast who's not very well known. Um, I I forget what it's called, but um, his name's Eric July. Goes by Young Rip on YouTube. Cool guy. I want to talk to that man. I want to talk to that man. He is super cool. A friend of mine, the comic book guy, introduced me to him. He has conversations a lot harder and a lot louder than what we're having now, but they're about comic books, about representation, about tokenism, about all that. And I get him. You feel me? I get him. You know? Mm -hmm. You know what? That's a lie I don't because I I say that. But like, I, I still have a long ways to go as the it's, we're forming arguments. It's concerned. We're, we're how to how to shape my opinion. I haven't seen the world yet. I need to see the world to really get an opinion. But I I, I see where he's coming from, and he, he the way he speaks, the way he forms his arguments. I want to get to know this man. That guy I want to meet. Not super famous, but cool guy. Um, there was a story that I wanted to talk about in terms of heroes, and I remembered it. Can I? Yeah, yeah. So you said parents. And your parents, I wouldn't say they count as heroes either. But um, That they don't? Well. I say they do. Do, but also you grow up and you're Hopefully they're your first heroes. They're your first heroes, yes. But then you grow up and like your dad used to be so big and cool. But then you realize, hey, son, you winning? And he's like, you you were cool a minute ago. (laughs) I was. Still am. You're like, bro, get out. <laughs> it's no. <laughs> I. <clears throat> Pops was never there. It's like that. Um, Dad was never there. And mom isn't really a father figure. God knows she tries to be, but then she remembers that she's a mom and goes back to being a mom. I love her to death. Hi, mom. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hi, mom. She's probably going to watch this. Um, I wouldn't say she's my hero per se. I respect her a lot, more than she will ever know. I love her 
more than she will ever know. I, I just I, heard I keep her my son go. That I say that because what I'm about to say may sting a little bit. I'll be for real. My mom, as with all mothers, can be kind of a pain. They're not a mom or dad if they're oh, not if they, a pain they, at a, a pain. point. But more so because she is the only parent I've had. Because So she has double duty. She has to raise my dumb ass and my little brother and sister. And I'm one-fourth raising them. And I don't know what I'm doing since I don't know how to be a dad. All I know how to do is go to school and stay up until five working on stuff. That's what I do. However, she may be a pain. She may be annoying and she may be hard to talk to no matter how much she tries to talk to me and how much I try to talk to her. There's one instance. I was born with um, a blood vessel wrapped around the third chamber of my right lung. Years ago, back in, I want to say eighth grade, around Christmas time, I started coughing up blood. Mm. Uh, Apparently it's common in athletes. Not there yet, um, but hey, you know, uh, that means I will be though. Cool, but no, but I, I, I just coughing picture up you blood. coughing up blood. I'm an athlete, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kobe. No, no that's horrible. Michael Jordan. Hey, rest in peace. But um, I started oh coughing up blood. Um, it was an avian, uh, uh, avm, I think. Well, whatever. It was a rupture. It, I was starting coughing up blood. Um, over time, I started to cough up more blood and then start being, stopped being blood and started being clots. Oh, no. It was bad. And after a while, it, it, it felt like my brain was rattling. And my mom was like asking around, what can you do about this? What can you do about this? And all doctors that most of the doctors that she talked to colloquially said, hmm. Like, what? That's what I'm saying. That, that's, that's what no I'm saying. No way. I'm not. I mean, I believe joking. you. I'm just like, what? No it way. Is, it was crazy. for about So for about a week. She, um, she, it was around my, it was around Christmas. I don't do Christmas, but she felt really bad for me. And she, she, even though I didn't want the world, she gave me the world. Uh, we went to game stuff. I got a PSP. I got Dissidia, um, 012. Square Enix, if you're listening, port that to Steam. I'm just saying. Um, I got that. I, I played Final Fantasy VIII. I remember that distinctly because that was one of the nicest things she ever did for me. She braved the cold. It was one of the years where it snowed in Georgia for once. And she got out there and she brought me with her and I was just wrapped up, bundled up. And I remember I was so scared that I was going to die after a certain point. I think I think she thinks that I thought I wasn't I wasn't scared. I was very scared. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm not to preach to you, but that's not a hero. I'm getting there. Okay. I coughed up a lot of blood one night when it was very snowy. It was very snowy, like black ice. I, I believe she grabbed me by the scruff of my neck, threw me in the car with my brother and sister. And did very illegal driving on highway. Like, cops, like, she she didn't care. She didn't give a shit. I will never forget this. I was scared for my life. Not, not, not because of her driving, but because I was about to die. <clears throat> she took a bucket and said, cough up blood into this. She drove about an hour to the hospital. We lived in Canada at the time. And she drove to the hospital I went the first time. And she grabbed the bucket, went in there, and supposedly she put on the counter, look at this. Look at this. And apparently that's what she did. And the doctors were like, okay, get him in here. And I will never forget that. That, she didn't, she could have called an ambulance or anything. They wouldn't have gotten there fast enough. Especially with the black guys. She didn't give a shit. She drove miles 
empty highways, iced up roads, through snow and sleet to get me there. And no matter what I say in the future, what I have said about her, right then, she was my favorite person in the world. Nice. And like, she's not my superhero, she's not my idol, but... I mean, like, I, I just, <clears throat> I mean, everybody to each their own, that's, but I, want, I just want to say that. That's all. But like, I, to me, that's a hero right there. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, the person doesn't have to be perfect 24 yeah. seven. She's the first hero I ever had. Because, you know, like my parents know this. It's like, uh, uh, they know that, you know, uh, they haven't done like the best things for me, but they're still my hero. Mm-hmm. Like, uh. Because in the end of the day, they're still my parents and no one will ever love me like they will. Mm-hmm. But uh, have they made mistakes? Of course they made mistakes. I made mistakes as their son. But like, I'm, yeah, they're, they're still my heroes. Yeah. But uh, they're just, their mistakes does not outweigh the good that they've done. That's just me. And I think I for parents, another word um, other than hero that I like is advocate. Like your mom advocated for you went to the doctors and stuff like that yeah 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 like your mom went out of her way to do things in your name and like your parent is your biggest advocate she was very mad that day too like she was mad like she was like malcolm don't talk it was like yeah it's like i got this so yeah no that that is a strong i'm gonna gonna, can i use that i'm gonna use that thank you advocate it's not my word i know but like the for that you know that's a that's a good way to put it well and especially like when kids are younger and can't really speak for themselves yeah that's your parent is your advocate they do everything for you yeah uh so going back to my my hero Mm -hmm. like uh I mean, I got so many, but uh, my like Hollywood hero, Keanu Reeves. I love Keanu Reeves. I would, I I know my show made it if I get got an interview where we just chill, we just talked about life, we talked about the Matrix and 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 John Wick and like that's it. He'd be my final guest, and I would I quit the podcast. Yeah. I'm like there, nobody can top him. Um, that's that would be cool. Yeah, but uh, uh, I'd freak out. <laughs> yeah, no, Ke- Keanu Reeves for sure. Uh, like Hollywood hero, and then uh, like I have so many like YouTubers that like you know just well I wouldn't even say YouTubers they're just on YouTube but they have other stuff. I just discovered them through them. One of them is the uh, Warrior Poet Society. Like they're like uh like a gun company, a gun advocate and stuff. And I'm like I'm super pro Second Amendment and. Uh, but they do so much more than like guns and stuff. They, they, they talk about like how to raise a family, how to be a good person, how to help out your community. Uh, just and, like how, like and and for men too. Like it's uh, uh, a lot of content for men, and it's like you know how to how to be a good father figure to uh, uh, to little boys and stuff. That's important. Um, just just a bunch of really cool content. And I actually had uh, at the restaurant I worked at. One of the co-founders of the company, they're local here in Georgia, and he came in to the restaurant, and I was like, "Hey, I'm such a huge fan. Can I get a picture?" And I got a picture with him. Uh, his name is Evan Temple, and the other founder is uh, John Lovell. Uh, like he's like the face of the company, and they're just really cool people. And I've been following them for years, and like, yeah, and I just 
I, like I, I gravitate towards that because they share the same values I do. And yeah, like I just had the honor of meeting them. I just wanted to share that story real no, quick. No, man, like, it, it, was, it was really cool. That's what's up. I was like geeking out at the restaurant. I was like, I know who he is. Nobody knows who he is. I love him. You thought you were cool too? Like, yeah, like <laughs> hopefully. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I got a picture with him. I was like, oh, this guy. <laughs> but no. Um, so that was my thing. Uh, anything else to wrap up on Heroes? No, no. All right, cool. All right, so uh, my topic is that we talked a little bit about is diversity. Uh, so I, I wanted to bring it up to a question form. I want to get we got some of your inputs, but I'm I'm still going to open it up to you guys. So diversity and representation, because there's no way you can escape it. Like, all right, so I I, I want to paint a picture, and then we'll get into the Hollywood part. Uh, say you uh. You're about to hire a company that, you know, or you are wanting to work at a company, whatever, just enter company here and you walk in. How important is it to you guys, like generally that they, their employees are diverse? Like how, how important is that to you guys? You want to go first or should I? I think it's important to have people from different backgrounds and scenarios because when you have different people that have grown up differently, you're going to succeed more because you have different trains of thought. That's fair. So not necessarily does that have to be like a sp- <clears throat> you need this many of this race or this many of this thing. But to have an amount of diversity is important because it will help your business grow. Agree. Malcolm. Oh, right. Um, I, I don't give a damn. Do the job. <laughs> like, here's the thing. If I walk up and more, maybe it's just because I've been working retail for way, <clears throat> way too long trying to fix that. Um, I feel that. It's um, it's just become like and and like yeah yeah no we got some we got some brown folk in there it's whatever, right? Doesn't matter. Can you do the work? Good. If not, any union can help you get out. But so let me just mm-hmm. uh, uh uh put some pressure. Like, what if you you know like uh you're going to a company uh that you want to hire. Let let's say. Uh, let's say a plumbing company, right? Mm-hmm. And and you're just you're trying to get qu- different quotes and stuff like that. Uh, and then somebody comes up to you and's like, "Hey, Malcolm, like I see you're trying to hire a plumber." Uh, and like, let's say he's black and you're black, and mm-hmm. it's like, "Hey, uh, like I think you should hire me." Uh, my experience are pretty low, but I think my rate's fair. But uh, you know, like you know, help help me out. Like y- you and I were the same. What are your response? Let's see. Let's see what you've done. Show me what you've done. Show me your work. If your work is good, then you are hired. So it's still I, the work. Yeah, it's still like it does not matter if you can do the job. My money's green. We're good. Yeah, we're good. When um, it comes to experience, mm-hmm. if people previously have not given someone a chance because of their race. Mm-hmm then you're not going to hire them because they don't have the same experience, but they haven't had the same opportunity. Hmm. 
Repeat that. I'm I'm thinking of it. Repeat that question. So in his plumber scenario, you have white guy plumber who has done a hundred jobs and he's a really good guy. And I'm a really good plumber. And let's let's say they're charging the same price. Mm -hmm. And then your your black guy plumber's only done ten jobs, but he's done pretty good. His reviews are about the same. Mm -hmm. But if you're looking at it, you have you know four point nine stars with white guy plumber hundred reviews. 4.8 4.8 stars with 10 reviews or even five stars, 10 reviews. But because you have all this experience with the white guy plumber, you're like, oh, he seems to be better because he has all these reviews. Well, it's because people gave him more of a chance. He had more opportunity to do the jobs. Oh, that's not why I'd hire him. I'd hire him because he's right there. Not, and because like, I don't need to call this guy. It's convenience. It is just a job. If it has nothing to do with me giving anyone a chance, it, it is just work. So basically, you would yeah. find a way that, like, I would love to give brother man a, a chance. I but, would love to, but like, I'm, I'm guessing, like, I don't know. Correct me if I'm uh-huh. wrong. That you're trying to find a way where, like, it's separate. Like, it separates where to the point where it's like, okay, uh, sure. Like in that scenario, I love that mm-hmm. scenario. Mm-hmm. Uh, like now, are you more convenient? Are you closer? Are mm-hmm. you more available? Like, because if they're the same rate at that point, uh, if they're the same rate and one has way more experience, and the other one than the other one, then at that point, I, my mind would work. Okay, I'm available this day. Are you available this day? The moment they give me a no, mm-hmm. then it's like, all right, well, tough. I got to go with the other guy. Yeah, then. Exactly. at that point, it's not personal. It's it's literally never about skin. It's literally about Okay, I have to meet a certain criteria. Like I'm only available this day, uh, and then if that person, but if the, again, if that person goes like, like "Oh, I'm available," yeah. then right Van- there, it's like, Van- "Okay." Vanilla Van- Tobias came up to me and said, "Hey, um, I know that's really. I'm going to call him Tobias now." Um, uh, he Just said, Tobias. "Hey, you know, uh, I, I know, um, you know, uh, Richard. It's the other dude. Um, yeah, I know Richard's cool and all, but like, hey, I'm right here." And hey, I've done this and this and this and this. These are my reviews. Um, hey man, could you give me a chance? And I was like, hey, okay, you're here. Let's sit down. I have coffee. Let's talk. Great. Uh, what can you do? When can you get to me? And he tells me yes, 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 yes. He's in. Because at that point, once you hire him, mm-hmm. if he does a bad job, then you know it's not because of his race or anything. It's like, okay, I gave you a shot. You know, you, Sorry, dude. You did ten good jobs, but I guess the your eleventh you didn't. But. Uh, so with me with diversity, mm-hmm. uh, I'm I'm on the same wavelength right there. Uh, but like I get where you're coming from. My thing about diversity, and I'm not saying like it doesn't matter because uh, sometimes, like, well, like I'll be I'll be completely honest. I think diversity in in terms of skin color matters or does not matter ninety nine point nine percent of the time. Uh, I think it only matters. Literally, the only time it matters is when you're doing a nonfiction movie in Hollywood. If I'm making a Martin Luther King movie, I have to cast a black guy. Mm-hmm. You cannot cast anybody else to play Martin Luther King. It's a like, it's it, it happened. If I'm doing George Washington, has to be a white was guy. a black guy. Okay, like, have you seen Hamilton? Yes. Ah, so Hamilton, the there's one white guy in it in the whole 
show. Because yeah, apparently that was the point. Um, that yeah, that's the point, and that they it talks a lot about like immigrants and how at that point everyone was an immigrant, but they were all white, and so now it's a lot of um. La- uh, Latina people and uh, folk. yeah, and I know uh, the one that wrote it, Lin Manuel Miranda, is from Puerto Rico. Mm. Like, there's a lot of diversity in the cast, but that's the point. And so, like, George Washington is not played by a white guy. Uh, Alexander Hamilton is played by a Puerto Rican, but that was like the point. That is... was the point. That's why I can't like, uh, uh, you know, knock it for it. It's whatever because they they were aiming for that. Like that was the whole gimmick uh but yeah that's when it comes to like basically movies plays uh really non-fiction stuff uh when you're trying to portray things that actual people who lived that's to me that's the only time race ever matters but besides that as a kid like and and i know this is anecdotal and i'm just speaking uh, uh in, in my point of view um so i'm dominican american like for audience watching and all that stuff uh, I will always remember this like childhood memory. Uh, my dad got my brother and I into James Bond. Like that was like one of the first like uh, big franchise that I, I really fell in love with was James Bond. And my dad being Dominican, my brother being Dominican, me being Dominican, Bond, a white guy, never once cared. Yeah. It was because to us, it was like, hey, this guy is cool. He he gets all the girls. He has the cool cars. He has the gadgets. He's really cool. He's the hero of the story. He does all these amazing you things. You want to be this guy. This I want to be this guy. guy. That was that, So that was my mindset as a little kid. And I was just like, man, that's awesome. And then I grew up with watching Bruce Lee movies and Jackie Chan movies. And like I'm a martial artist. And I just saw what the human body was capable of. And I was like... Well, he can kick that high. I wonder if I can kick that high. He can punch that hard. I wonder if I can do that. And so I saw myself. I, I mean, as a kid, you do have a wide, a, a big imagination. And I, again, I'm not, I'm not knocking anybody. I have seen these things, and it, it kind of does piss me off a little bit when uh, uh, parents try to uh, force race down their kids' throats oh, yeah. and and. Like say like oh my kid needs like uh well, there was a, when black when Black Panther kind of came out mm-hmm. I saw this really disgusting video where uh just uh, uh these kids at first like the video was itself was fine it was the caption that I hated uh it was just these little kids looking at the uh, Black Panther poster and it was black kids and they were like oh I'm that guy I'm that guy I remember doing that with me and my brother looking at movie yeah. posters going like I'm that guy I'm that guy I still pose as Spider-Man yeah <laughs> and, and then but the caption made me mad it was all like see this is why we need more representation in Hollywood and stuff and I was just like okay first off these kids would have done that regardless of movie posters yeah. like this, don't don't put this on the internet like don't don't try to rally people it just made me a little bit mad but the reason why i say that is because kids imaginations and they're, they're so innocent runs wild they just want to see cool things and see cool characters uh if you give them the opportunity like uh, you know put uh, to be able to do cool things that they're, they're gonna do it whether they continue to do it in their life is you know depends on them depends on life uh but like real quick like kind of where I wanted to get at with diversity 
is that like and 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 you said it it's a uh, uh can you do the job oh man it's just like when when and that's why I brought up the company thing it's like when people focus like oh this company needs to be diverse this company needs to be diverse can you do the job yeah. that's that's all I care about right. because I have a funny uh, example of like no one I challenge anybody who disagrees with me it's like uh people who who disagree with me I'm like all right you even don't care about diversity. Only in Hollywood do you care about it. Here's why. Have you ever flew on a plane and cared about the color of the pilot? No. If they represented you? You just thought, hey, I hope you can fly the plane, you know? And, but like, if now we were to talk about specific companies about like, yeah, but there's not that many black pilots. All right, let's look at that specific companies. Are they keeping black people from being like actual good black pilots from yeah. being pilots of their company in that specific scenario we have something to tackle but until then you know it's it's it is what it is maybe not that many black people want to become pilots therefore the numbers are low um i'll and i'll quickly end with this note uh like there's years ago i want to say it was on 2010 there was a uh i'm a gamer and there was a article about like, oh, we need more female game developers. And I'm all for that. Like, I'm not against it. But I was just like, well, what, what what's this article about? And when I was like reading it, it was like talking about like, oh, there's not that many game female game developers. And I was like, well, that sucks. But how many are applying? How many are getting yeah. rejected? And not that many go into that field. And and it is what it is. But no one's keeping them from there. No one's the article them. never mentioned like, oh, like 90% of uh, female game, game developers apply, but only 10 get in. No, it was like not that many even apply. Not, and, and people are just creating issues where it's not and saying like, oh, we need to be diverse. It's like, I'm all for that, but I'm not for it forcing it. I'm not for like, oh, it needs to be. I if you only want something to prove a point to someone, then you do not want it. Yeah. You want to get back at the other guy and make and say, ha, I can do it too. You are not there to do anything. You are there, there to say something. And actions speak louder than words. Um, And then you said about backgrounds. Uh, my thing is, like, you can put me, like, I, I have a huge Dominican family. I am unique from them everybody's unique from each other you can be in a room full of the same race everybody's still different everybody still has the same background that's my that's my only thing uh yeah if you guys wanted to add on to I, that i think it's also opportunity so you're talking about like female game developers that there's not that many getting the jobs because there's not that many applying but as you're growing up, how many times is a girl told, you can't do that job, don't even try? Mm -hmm. Like, so she doesn't get into it, she doesn't go to school for it, she doesn't become one because mm -hmm. you're taught you can't be. Yeah, and I hate that. I, I do hate that. And I think the issue lies with, not necessarily the individual, but like a little bit of society doing mm -hmm. that. Yeah. But it's not, yeah. but I think diversity isn't the thing there. It's just like... uh whoever that you know jerk is saying like oh you can't, you can't be that no. but that's not unique that you're gonna run into that everywhere in mm -hmm. life i've been told some i don't know about you guys but i've been told so many times like oh you can't do x and i'm like all right watch i me. wrote a paper about it and yeah you've read it yeah 
So remember what I could do call my RK? <laughs> that, and it became his best friend for a little bit. Yeah, no, that, being told that you cannot do something, it is one of two things. It lights a fire under your ass, or makes you sit your ass down and cry. Yeah, it, it really well, does. And repeatedly being shut down. Yeah. Like, if you were told over and over, the most of the time, you're going to end up not doing it, not pursuing that thing. And I think that's goes with, like, gender or race or anything that a lot of times you're brought up being like oh well you are this so you would be good at this so do that you're absolutely right so i'm going to say something that may piss off maybe some of yours maybe you so what viewers uh, oh, hey, <laughs> I, I want this show to be popular i like it i like you you're cool i man. appreciate that but what i'm trying to say is um when you get older and you and, and, and you learn more about the world you learn more about people and you learn more about sports specifically was what the point I'm trying to make. You learn that there are clear differences between men and women. There's there's things that men can do and women can't do. However, however, despite this, no one should ever say that strength should be limited by what's between your legs, ever. All right? Straight, strength does not belong to men. Being strong, being built does not belong to to adult men or it, it, anyone can be strong anyone can jump high fly or do whatever and it's not it doesn't matter all right if you're a girl if you're a boy you can you can do amazing things then there are some things you can't do yeah you know, there's some things that that you can't do with what you got yeah you know if you're if you're if if that that's just that yeah, here, uh, Re uh, Rebecca has something to yeah. say. With that, mm -hmm. go on a male and a female's bodybuilder's Instagram yeah. and look at the comments. Because mm -hmm. on your male bodybuilder Instagram, it will be like, you look amazing, keep going, like, you're so strong. On a female bodybuilder's Instagram will be how disgusting she looks. No way, really? Oh, yeah. I did not know this. Mm -hmm. that I don't play that. When women look strong, they get critiqued so much that it's like oh women aren't supposed to have muscles you're not like it's not Everybody supposed to look like muscles. that it's not you're not supposed to be your arm shouldn't be that ripped like you're not supposed to look like that it's her body i mean if she wants to get fit that that's that's nothing to be ashamed of well, she's doing yeah, it, like, i mean that's the yeah. point she's making yeah i know like, that that's annoying that type of thing i did annoying. not know that like oh well, yeah no i knew i that, i, and, that, I and that's I, you know what? I'm going to say this right now. I want me a strong woman. I like a woman who can kick my ass, man. I love that. I'm saying. Seriously. That is horrible. That is horrible. To put someone down like I don't want that fear. I don't want that. I don't want that fear. Oh, you know what? Okay, granted. I'll be able to fight. There's going to be a Mr. Smith I don't want to date a She-Hulk, man. Like, listen. There's a line. We both fighting. We we need to love is love is not fifty fifty. It's a hundred a hundred. If, if you're gonna be a hundred with me, I'm gonna be a hundred. We're fighting. I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a miss the face, but we cool. No, but see, dead ass. No, that's that, funny. that's not. I'm not gonna. I mom told me not. To hit that's girls, that's not. funny, and that sucks. I didn't I did not that's know rough, that. But um, I knew that. I know people who are like, yeah, I don't like girls who work out. You know, so, I don't like that. Like you're so, saying, like there's the equal, like a, a yeah. woman can also be in sports and be yes. strong. And yes, there are different categories. But there is like a lot of backlash of for women of being like, but you're not supposed to be strong. 
Like you're not supposed See, to be able to be in sports. So, so many, ex and you're told it from the time you're really young. So these people that, like a girl that might love soccer when she's four, but is told, oh, you can't grow to be a soccer player, you're a girl. So she stops. I want to find that person. Like, what? Like, I mean, I believe you. I'm not but, saying I don't believe you. I'm just like, that's, that's mad. Like, yeah. it's not malicious. It's yeah. just like, don't waste your time on soccer, yeah. honey. Like, you'd be so much better if you go, just go dress no, up. I mean, and, and you know what? You hear that from women, too. Oh, yeah. You hear that from, don't know, you should do this. You should be, my grandmother has on multiple occasions went to my little sister and has gotten, like, miffed with her because she's kind of tomboyish. And she is. Seriously, I, I treat her more like a like a little brother and a little sister. And I'm sorry, Cedar, but it's true. Uh, I, I probably shouldn't. Uh, um, but all the same, she's said, you're a disappointment for not being pretty enough. Yeah. And she's cried because of that. That's, yeah. No, that's that, that, yeah, that, that makes me mad. Like, yeah. and, and, and uh, kind of going back with mm -hmm. diversity, it's, it's that, it's that same mindset, like, it, uh, I don't think it's diversity is the problem. It's that mentality where people tell so-and-so you can't do X because of X. Uh, you can't do X because of Y. Um, and then, like, real quick, I wanted to tie into the Miles mm -hmm. Morales thing. Yeah. So, for me, uh, uh, like, I love Miles Morales, the character itself. Uh, I never read any of his comics. I did like the movie. Uh, but my thing about with, like, with representation and, and, and doing things, it's like, uh, like, Okay, I'm glad Mouse was was created instead of another Peter Parker who just happens to be black or Dominican. Like, that's where I draw the line. I'm a huge Batman fan. Love him. Uh, if you want to make another character who holds the Batman soul, uh, that's fine. And you want to make another race, that's fine. He just can't be Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne's already an established character. Even though he's fictional. Terry McGinnis. Terry McGill, exactly. So cool. And uh, but like certain characters, even though they're they're fictional, they're still established. Like you know, they they almost have their own identity. Uh, so certain things I'm I'm flexible with, but mm -hmm. like if you not pandering is the wrong word. I can't mm -hmm. think of for lack of a better word, pandering. Uh, if you want to pander to me and you want you want to make a Dominican character, okay, that's fine. Just don't make. A uh, a uh, a uh, uh, caricature of, of of a Dominican character, yeah, yeah. like make a make a really cool, a uh, spy, an agent, a cool warrior who just happens, happens to, to be, be Dominican. Yeah. It should be like the last thought. It shouldn't be the forefront where it's like, oh, we have to put in a Dominican character because I'll say this right now, especially with uh, representation, a Dominican character does not represent me just because you're Dominican does. You don't remember. I'm yeah. pretty sure with white characters, you're automatically like, you don't represent me. Yeah. I'm pretty sure with you with black characters, you don't represent mm -hmm. me. It's about your values. It's about like, okay, uh uh like pizza is one of my favorite food. If if a character in a movie or whatever is is uh, super obsessed with pizza. Well, you can't eat I'm, pizza, you're not Italian. What's wrong with you, man? <laughs> exactly. But I'm from New York though. Ah. But like if uh if if a character in a movie, regardless of race, and is like super silly and loves pizza i'm like that's me that like that character is just me because i'm i'm that way i'm silly and i love pizza i'm like all right that's me uh if a dominican character is in a movie but he is a vegan i'm be like yo he does not represent me i love my meat i love my steaks like that guy does not represent me mm -hmm. and 
so like I, 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 to me diversity is not super important where if, if if i owned a company and somebody says to me hey your company needs to be diverse like i'm sorry i'd be like no i, I think you're a little bit racist you're yes. looking at my employees and you're automatically you're like yo you only have one set of race it needs to be diverse i'm like you're looking at their skin color i'm looking at their background their minds like we all work together as a team it like i'm not denying anybody the right and and, and that's what I, like you know will segue is that uh if 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 we run into people who are denying others the rights like uh, or the opportunity rather of uh working somewhere or playing sports we need to combat that and be like yo wait why because not everybody's like me when somebody tells me yo dj you can't do x y and z I'm the competitive soul. I want to yeah. beat you. I I'm bet. like, oh, I can't mm-hmm. bet. All right. I, I'm, I'm a train. I'm going to do it. But not everybody is not. I'm not saying like everybody should be like me. Not everybody can be like that. When somebody, unfortunately, when somebody's told, hey, you can't do this, they believe it. And what sucks is it's true. It usually comes from somebody that they care about mm-hmm. because like like a, a like a parent, God forbid, it's like, no, you can't do this. And it's ingrained in you. It's in It you. sucks. Yeah. But I I don't I don't think that's diversity. I think you know that's just being a good person. I, I so I, I just I mean I'm not trying to change your guys' mind or anything. It's mm. like if anything I've I've learned a lot. Like I learned that Instagram thing, and that and that's my point. Is like I I don't like people telling anybody you can't do. I'd rather somebody tell me. Let let me be more specific. I'd rather somebody tell me, Hey DJ, you can't do this because, because of, of this. this. Like mm-hmm. r- right now, I'm not a good swimmer. I'm just not. Like I, I, I've never smoked a day in my life. But you put me in the water, I turn into a 50 year old smoker. Mm. Uh, if somebody tells me right now, DJ, you're not a, you, you, you're never gonna be a great swimmer because you don't train as often. That's different. I'm like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. I will never be a Michael Phelps because I don't train at swimming. But if somebody says to me, hey, you can't be a good swimmer because you just can't and you're Dominican. The Dominicans are great swimmers. Then I'm like, all right, screw you. I'm going to prove you wrong. Yeah. But not everybody can be like me. Like, uh, And and I don't want to prove that person wrong because I don't want to be a good swimmer. Yeah. Exactly. I want to be like, decent. You can't swim? Okay, I know. But yeah, yeah I, I wouldn't want somebody to, hey, there's a Dominican character. Uh, uh, Like, you should, you should like this movie or should like this artist simply because they're Dominican. No. They don't represent me. I don't know their values. But then there's things like whole shows and movies like what Hamilton did uh, in the Heights was the same creator that did the same thing. The entire cast is um, Latinx. At least the correct oh, please don't way to say that. It's Latino or Latina. Okay. I wasn't sure how. Like, because yeah. it's inclusive of like all that area. My family laughs oh. at that. So I'm I, got, I, got, I had, I had, sure I had friends who are Hispanic. I told them that. I it's immediately, so funny. They, they, I say, hey, you guys ever heard of uh, the term Latino? Um, one of them, he's from Colombia. I, th- I think he's from Colombia. He looked at me and said, puta madre, why did you say that? Bro, I hear that all the time. And he swore me up and down. And then another friend who's from Puerto Rico and, and Mexico, he's been to Mexico, lived there for a little bit. He's like, yeah. Our, our I told my mom that. And then, horrible. like, I, I love my mom to death. I told her that when I visited her and she was like, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, Latinx. And she was like, yeah. Oh. And nah, I was like, nah, Latina, yeah. right? Like, you are Latina. She was like, yeah. And I was like, all right, good. Well, I think it's like, just include more. Yeah. But either way. But, like, you're more likely to watch a movie like that and find a character in it. And they all kind of, they all look 
more similar to uh, because of where they're from. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to find a character because all the characters are different that you relate to and looks like you. Yeah. And I think it can be important, especially for kids that like are watching like the popular stuff. If they just see the same things over and over and over and they never see anything that looks like them or like if if a little like brown girl wants to be an actress mm. and she never sees anything but white girls on TV, she thinks she can't be an actress. Well, see, the only reason why I'm going to push back on that is because obviously now there's more, you know, yeah. uh, Latina actress, right? Somebody had to break the mold. Mm-hmm. Somebody had to be the first. Somebody wanted but to. But they were always there, not getting hired. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Exactly. Like, and I'm not denying that. Just like how we were talking about, like, black characters. Like, there were such caricatures, tokens and stuff. Mm-hmm. Now it's not the case anymore. Somebody had to break the mold. I'm not saying it's perfect. And now we see it. Like, well, see, And it's important for, like, casting directors and people behind the scenes yeah. to also have diversity. Because then they're more likely to understand that it's important to have yeah. diversity on the screen I, because like, it's there off the screen. Yeah. If you were from Africa, if you were from the Dominican Republic, if you were from anywhere where your skin tone is a bit darker and you want something, you saw, um, I don't know, uh, Marvel movies, DC movies, you grew up with them, they're in you, you will train your ass off to be where those people are. Yeah, like... And you will get hired, at least nowadays. And no, like now, I I agree with you one hundred percent. With like, it it, it, it wasn't that way in the past, and like now, casting directors are doing, you know, a better job of uh uh doing diverse and stuff like cast and and wise. I like, I don't know. Basically, it's it's just I don't know where where it starts with uh uh with somebody saying like you know uh i mean it's in the family kind of thing where it starts with oh you can't be this and uh but like i was saying like it, it takes somebody to break the mold it, it takes somebody to break the mold it sucks that in the past uh uh you know things were the way they were but in a way in a, in a way i'm grateful for it because now you get to see the progression now you get to see like it's not that way anymore. Now, like I, nobody should say it's like, oh, you know, we need more representation because, like, what if a a, a a brown girl wants to be an actress? There's not that many now. It's like, no, now there is. It's like, oh, there needs to be more. I'm fine with more. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to stop anybody. I just don't want it for the sake of something surface level. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, it, um, I don't want people to tell other people you can't do something uh, as long as you have a reason why you can't do something. Uh, but I don't want somebody to tell me, especially me. I, let me, I'll put myself in this. Mm-hmm. I don't want some, I want to be a dental hygienist. I do not want, I do not want somebody to hire me simply because I'm Dominican, simply because they need affirmative action quota. I wouldn't want that. I want you to pick me because I'm the best, because I, I can do the job because I went to school for it. I want you to pick me. That way, when I get hired, I knew I'd be, other people i'm like you pick me because i'm the best mm-hmm. not somebody going oh no we picked you because uh, there's too many white people here office. but if you I'm are like, what? equal that, that to another candidate mm-hmm. that is white and the person hiring you is white they are more likely to hire the white person oh, yeah, 
in in that scenario, you know, like there's other offices. I don't know if they hire that. I do not know if they hire mm-hmm. that person because they're white. So I'm not going to pull that card. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's other offices I can work at. Well, it sucks. Racism will never. It's not going. Away. It's never going to go away as, as long as there are. Different but I'm never going to. I'm never going to point like... my fingers and 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 shout out races unless I have proof. Mm-hmm. Well, That's just. And it. it's not even like purposeful racism. Like a lot of things. If you look at two resumes mm-hmm. that are the exact same, but one of them's name is John, and one of them you've never seen before, you were much more likely to call John I first. Mean, yeah, like a pronunciation and yeah. things like that. It really does suck. It really, it really, really does suck because I am that person. I want to get it right. I would call you and be like, "Hey, listen, how do you say your name? I'm so sorry. I did not know." <laughs> I've how had to say that it. happen. I like nobody knows if it's love it or love it. I keep telling. Yeah. But like, if wow, you're gonna love call it. them both for an interview, who mm-hmm. are you calling first? Uh, whichever papers yeah. I saw first. Who called me first? But no, I, I know your point. I know your point. And it's a real point is what you're making. It's not far-fetched whatsoever. And that's what sucks. And I, But like I think dialogues like these are important because uh, I, I don't doubt for one second uh, that like I've met a racist person. However, I know for a fact that they were quieted. Because they ne- no one is super open about it. Mm-hmm. So what I hope, and I will never, I will never know this, but I, what I can only hope mm-hmm. is that by like say like the conversation we're having now, it's awesome. I, like I'm super grateful for it. If somebody was like secretly a racist in the room and they were listening to this, and and they heard that example, like oh man, I am that type of person that will only call John, yeah. and then hearing me say. I'll just call the person and be like, hey, I'm so sorry. How do you say your name? Mm-hmm. And then now that person, hopefully they'll get their mind thinking like, you got to break okay, that. Okay, you know what? Fine. You got it. And, and, but the, the, what sucks though around the world though, like that kind of makes me a little bit mad is that uh, people think like it's an overnight fix or that, oh, we just need to sh- keep shouting louder and we can fix it. No, there are certain things we just can't. Like it, it sucks to say, but there's, there's just certain things only yourself can fix it like that's the well and i think a big problem is people don't want to be told what they're doing is wrong so you yeah. have like these tendencies that you're not doing on purpose but you need to purposely fix them and mm-hmm. like be intentional about changing what you're doing but you don't want to be told what you're doing has been hurtful or so you're like no and then you get defensive mm-hmm. even though it wasn't intentional then gotta, so I don't think people want that. to fix themselves because they don't want to think and, and they don't want to admit they've done something wrong. When you stay humble, you learn a lot more. No, and and you're right, and those are what we call lost causes. Unfortunately, it's one of those things where it's like because it, it, it it's almost like you know helping somebody with like a drug addiction or any kind of addiction. The first step is admitting that you have a problem, and if that person just can't get to that point, then it sucks. I, like I hate thinking about it, but it's it's reality. All right. Well, we're here at the end, uh, guys. Thank you guys so much for coming. I, I, uh, if you guys wanted to like close with anything, I did want to actually close with this, just something lighthearted and silly. Uh, New Year's is coming up. You guys have any New Year's resolution? What something you're looking forward to to 2022? We'll start with Rebecca first. Um, I've never big been big into like New Year's resolutions or anything. I'm going on a cruise the first week though. So that hey, be fun. I've never, never been, been on, on one. No. I, I've been on a cruise twice. 
the uh, last time I got sick and I got the flu and I don't think I'll go back. That's again. a cool cruise, dude. <laughs> Jesus. Where uh, where are you going? Uh, Cozumel, Mexico, uh, Costa Maya, Honduras, and Belize. Nice. Is it a week long cruise? Yeah, seven days. Nice. Cool. Um, so I'm the same as you, where New Year's resolutions haven't really been a thing because, like, if you're if you're good, why why wait? Do it now. Yeah. Go, go for it. Well, no, I, I, I'm not however, saying it's so much of like a life changing thing. It's just, hey, 2021 is almost over. What's something in 2022 you're like I, looking forward to? I personally would really, really like a job that is both efficient in terms of like you know, school and, and stuff I want to do during the day. And I get paid to be able to move places, you know, go to different places, take care of my car, buy clothes, buy food. I want hire my man Malcolm. Mm -hmm. Companies out there, he's a great guy. What's that? (laughs) There you go. I'm a cool guy. It's I don't know myself, but um, yeah, that's what I want in 2022. I'm working towards that, and I hope to have that next year. Nice. It's not really a resolution. It's what I want. It's a goal I'm setting for myself. There you go. I'm gonna work towards it. So hell yeah, working very hard. Um, for me, it's just uh, besides doing well in school. Uh, I'm going to dental assisting school starting in April and be done with it in July and then hopefully be out of a restaurant. Like, cause yeah, I knew a guy who worked a restaurant and he said it was a fresh slice of hell. It was, I mean, he he knows how to cook. It's It's cool, but like, it's just, I want to go ahead and get step into my field, what Mm -hmm. I want to do. So like, I've been working at a restaurant for like a decade and I'm like, I want something new. I'm itching for it. Uh, But the restaurant I work at now, like, you know, people are nice uh, and stuff. Like I've met a lot of cool people and so no disrespect there, but I want something different. I want to go ahead. He still loves you guys. Don't worry. I want to go ahead and take a step towards my career. So uh that's that's what's gonna happen in 2022 and then this show uh have more people on uh i just got you know another mic and and and, uh you guys are my second guest where i interview two people at the same time and so hopefully a little bit more of that next year and just keep rolling with it and keep having fun with it it's just a hobby it's a fun hobby if someone comes on your show that's super famous i'll be really happy for you i hope that happens. i know like i'm uh, me and my friends are like betting like oh who what famous person needs to be on the show for you to know like all right he made it <laughs> but no that's it uh thank you guys so much i'm gonna shake your hands yeah, and stuff rebecca thank you so much yeah. malcolm thank yeah. you so much pleasure is all mine you guys I have no this. idea my old table like mm-hmm. i'm telling you it was it was a bad of Bro, let me drive over there. Hold on. So, so now look at this. Look at this. Yeah, it's great. Oh my god, I love this table. Like, oh, even shaking your hand from that side, like shaking your hand is like the majority. That was, I love this table. All right, so that was it. Thank you guys so much for listening and watching. Take care.